everybody, I'm Sarah. And I'm Vicky. And we're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we take on Season 3, Episode 6 of Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, we do. That is the episode titled, And She Was. And She Was. And She Was. So last week we left off in a very emotional place where Cameron had just discovered uh, that she'd been lied to. I'd forgotten. Yeah, she I'd, was very By the raw. time, like by today when I watched this, I was like, what? I'd <laughs> forgotten that Cameron and Boz had fought. Yeah. That wasn't touched on in this episode. And, but they they had no scenes no. together. Well, they were in the yeah. meeting room for two seconds. Oh, God. Uh, this episode, so much sh- happens in this. I watched it today. I did And too. we're talking about they had a scene together and like... I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's relevant. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Yeah, so, my notes are not great. There's a lot where I was, where like my first note just says Joe and Ryan. Yeah, Ryan and Joe, they're dreaming of their future and the project moving forward with NSFNet. Um, they're setting up their server room or I yes. think it might still be mainframe. I don't think they're moving I, into servers yeah, yet. I don't. But. Uh, it's a big, shiny, white yeah empty and then they start bringing in shit and setting it up and uh they're in a really good place Mm -hmm. um they have a business meeting with a potential investor and it seems to go really well yes mitch the suit guy mitch the suit guy (laughs) and ryan looks really nice yeah joe showed him how to polish himself it was a nice cut to that suit yeah i like the cut of his jib is that right cut of his jib yeah Yeah. i like your jib yeah yeah shout out to the captain who sarah (laughs) hated i still don't love him if i'm being honest that's funny because i feel like i'm the captain here but you know every once in a while nick also gets on my nerves both of them sometimes uh what was it the scott peterson case that they were covering Mm. and they were making a lot of like sweeping generalizations and assuming a lot of things where they're just like well it had to be this i'm like why the fuck did it have to where did what are you talking about yeah Recently, I've noticed that I've started tuning out podcasts while I'm working. I'm cutting this out. People don't need to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, it's not like, it's just because I'm doing a lot more work at Mm -hmm. work. Yeah. And so I'm, it's not really that I'm not listening. I'm just not focused on it. And so I'm like. That's what you do if you listen to true crime. Because, like, the devil's in the details. Yes. If you're like me and you're trying to solve it. <laughs> like a well, on idiot. some of them, on some of them, I'm like, I know. Like, uh, the, the fucking, fucking, uh, shit. Oh, I'm fucking listening to a th- monster on him right now. Uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, Zodiac? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Why are we listening to people when we play catchphrase? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, so I'm listening to Zodiac, and I'm like, if I got my hands on those fucking letters, I bet I could decipher them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of people before me over decades have tried. The joke. But me. it's me. Oh, it's yeah. me. You're I'm the, the one. Link. I'm the one who can solve this. You are the chosen one. Um, I'm wearing the suit. Damn it. <laughs> the 
the joke of Ted Cruz being the Zodiac killer Ooh. that never gets old to me. Me neither. It I'd is always so, funny. Yes, I don't care. Like I, I that's my. The best thing that came out of the 2016 election is Ted Cruz being the Zodiac. Right. Best. (laughs) Anyway. So Tom and Cameron are keeping in touch. Yeah, they're chatting. Through mutiny. Private messaging. Yes, which is still insecure as far as we know. Yeah, I was wondering that. I was like, you're saying that things are shitty, girl? (laughs) Yeah, he he told his mom and she... Okay, let's just for a second say you secretly get married... And then your husband okay. is just like, I told my mom, the first thing that you say shouldn't be, oh, God, is she going to call here? Probably not. Like, I, you can dear Abby me about that, but like, you can, I just feel like maybe that's not the best response. Oh, God, is she going to oh, call God. here? Oh, God. Is that fucking idiot going to ruin this? Yeah, I mean, like, well, I'm not even... <sighs> I'm still not totally sure why it's a secret. Like, uh, like why? I, I think I understand why Cameron wants to keep it a secret. You know, when she was with Tom before, it was like the worst kept secret. And everybody was involved. And when it ended, everybody knew. And everybody was walking on eggshells right. about it. So... I think there's something special about keeping it to yourself. I don't think it's really, I don't think she sees it as a secret as much mm-hmm. as she sees it as private. Uh, That's just my take on it. Hmm. But oof, later, when it is not a secret, I can't wait to talk about that scene. Uh. So she, uh, let's see, Gordon <laughs> whines about being, how being the bigger man can give you a shit sandwich. Oh, yeah. Bro. And at no point, the only time Gordon has ever taken the high road is when he's been forced to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he's, he, it's not his instinct to take the high road and just no. take one for the team. That's not who he no, is. No, his, his instinct is, what's the easy way? Yeah, how can I fly under the radar? And not I do what I have to do. I want to be just good enough. Yes, exactly. Which I understand. Like, I just don't want to be picked last for baseball. I understand. Yeah. Because if you put in work, they give you work. Okay, so we get our first post-revelation Cameron Donna. Yes. And Cameron is being very sure. Her and Donna, first of all, are late. Yeah. To a meeting. Yeah. Um, the swap meet guys are missing. Yeah. And they're missing because Cameron fired them. Yeah. And what? Donna invokes Diane's name. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. At this point. Well, we know that Cameron he, knows, but still, like, but st- you sh- don't need them. Stop. Yeah. St- there don't you don't bring you know you lied. Yes. Don't bring that up as your defense oh. after she's already fired them. Yeah. You are smarter than that, Donna. It's so bad. Yes. Not cool, not cool at all. No. Turns uh, out Diane is there. Yes. And Cameron is on a fucking warpath. 
she gets Diane to basically say that Donna lied. She doesn't say Donna lied. She right. just says the truth. Right. Which then leads everyone to understand that Donna lied. That she lied. So Donna knows now. Yeah. That Cameron knows. And the fact that she orchestrated this event. Right. Means that she knew already. This is not new information to her. Right. So they got a buyout offer for $20 million from CompuServe. Yes. Who and is apparently big enough for my phone to automatically fucking capitalize the C and the S in my notes and be like, yes. I know the name, and it might just be because I've watched the series so many times, but I feel like CompuServe. I feel like. I didn't look it up before. I was just like, oh, my phone knows what it is. <laughs> mm. Uh, it looks like it's some kind. It's a website. So Diane's just like, I don't think it's a good fit, but I do think it's a good opportunity to think about going public. I feel like CompuServe is what Joe pictured Mutiny looking like when he was like, these are all the expectations I have. And then it's just never uh, grown. Mm. But it does have today articles. Okay. Like current events. But it's a shitty website. Don is just like, or Diane is just like, you know, I think it's a good time to go public. And Donna yes. is like, oh, God, that's, we'd have so much money coming in. We yeah. could do research, development. We Everything could do, we've been wanting to do. Yeah, we could just get our hands dirty, like, yeah. n- and not have to penny pinch and worry about the bottom line all the time. Right. Whereas Cameron's like, no, the bottom line is all we're going to have to worry about because we're going to have investors that we have to keep happy. Right. Both are valid points. Sure. But Cameron thinks that all Donna's seeing is dollar signs. Yes. And I I think that she's seeing dollar signs in that it will create opportunity. Yeah, I think it's I think she's excited that they'll be able to just create. Yeah. Like that's what they both love to do. And that's what she wants them to do. And they can't right now. Mm -hmm. But Cameron, you know, Cameron has been panicking since episode one this season about, well, actually for longer than that, about losing control of the company and going public. She would, you know, right now she is the last word. I say yes. I say no. When they decided not to sell to um, that Uh, oil company. Yeah. Sarah's dad. West West Group. (laughs) When you said Sarah's dad, I was like, what's my dad have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Not you, girl. Right? Yeah, the other Sarah. The shittier Sarah. Um, so, yeah, when, um, you know, she, everybody wanted to say yes. They took a vote. And she was like, actually, no, this isn't a democracy. Mm-hmm. And I say no. no. So, I, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she should relinquish some control because she expects she expects a lot out of people yeah and it doesn't feel like she's giving as much right um i would say that's although i do find myself falling on her side more often than i used to me too because I used to just be like, God, you're being so immature about everything. Like, Donna's right. having to pick Donna. up all the slack. Donna, Donna, Donna. But, but I mean, now I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, 
I can see her side better now. Why She's, are you lying, Donna? I know. That's what's killed her for, like, this, yeah, this like, whole I situation. I can't. You're not I get it, honest. though. I get why she lied. Sure. If she told the truth, it would oh, have been it, a shit They would have been storm. fired. Yeah. Immediately. It wouldn't have mattered that she, if she was like, Because she wouldn't hey, listen. Cameron would not have listened to her. It's my... It's my opinion that we need to keep them for now. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't know. She wouldn't have heard that. Uh, Diane wants them to deal with their drama. Yeah. Oh, that was another great thing. When Cameron wash like, your beef. Cameron keeps talking. I, me, I wash your beef. Quash your beef. Quash, quash your beef. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real thing. Render, render your beef. <laughs> so, um. Cameron keeps saying, I don't know about this. You know, I think this, I think that. And Donna fucking channels me where she's just like, you take all the time that you need to think about this because it clearly only affects you. Like, she doesn't say that part, but that's what she's saying. And I'm like, that is a classic Sarah move (laughs) to gently point out what an ass you're being. But yeah, so Diane's like, y'all need some time away. Why don't you go to my place in the vineyard or yeah, some shit? Wine country. Somewhere. I don't know. And uh, yeah, Cameron's not down. Have some girl talk. Joe sells the board on the internet, basically. He's comparing it to... He's like, this is the next utility. Like railroads, uh, public water. These are things Mm -hmm. that we take for granted Mm -hmm. that have a lot of... um, Not foundation. um, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to to use. Uh, Groundwork? Infrastructure. Infrastructure. It's infrastructure that we take for granted. Yep. Okay. Um, and this is the next step in that. Is right. this, you know, this network. And uh, looking back in time from 2019, you so right, Joe. I know. He's always right. You so right. He's like, they're like, well, it's not even open for commercial use right now. It's just for research and the yeah. government. And he's like, yes, but they have a five-year track to become public like right they're working on getting the legislation in He's place like, it's not it's not going to be quick money but it is, it is going to be sure big bet. money yeah he's like you know it's the long haul yes. the long game um they've already invested a ton of money and they may not see payout for years and the one guy is just like why do we have all this really fast equipment when the network isn't that fast, and Ryan's right. like, it's not that fast now. It's going to be. We are working f- toward that five year in the future mark, right. and like, it's going to be faster by that. Ken, yeah, that's Shaggy, his name. is not thrilled. No, he's like, let's just take the weekend. Yeah, and <laughs> I think this is in a later scene. I'm not sure because I know I didn't write it down. But Joe basically is just like, it's your job to get them to say yes. Mm -hmm. It is not my job to bring something to the table that is a sure yes. Right. And I think that's probably what fucked him (laughs) was Mm. taking that tone. Yeah. But he has some major BDE this episode. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even 
even at the end, like, oh, it's the, still Joe's the, game. Yo. It's still Joe's game. Yeah, uh, we, I got lots to say about that. Classic Joe McMillan. Uh, okay, so Donna is going for the weekend to get away from Cameron. Gordon is completely checked out. Mm-hmm. Cameron and Gordon play Mario together. Yes, that was fun. Okay, I, you know how much I love the sisterhood, the whole Cameron and Donna. Yeah, I really dig this. Cameron and Gordon are nice too. I you know who's not love nice? It. Donna and Gordon. No. They're, I don't like them together. Even no. when they're getting along, even when it's kind of sweet, it's still annoying. Yeah. Because I know they're not going to be when they're not fucking. Yeah. When they were working on the giant. Donna and Gordon? Yes. Well, I, f- I feel like when Donna is treated as Gordon's equal yes. or superior, it is a fucking shit fest nightmare. Like, he cannot handle it. Mm. But when she is on a lower plane, when she is assisting him, Mm. Mm -hmm. then he's okay with it. And he's not feeling threatened. That could just be my feminist nature Mm. (laughs) projecting. But you're right. They did have a better working relationship when she was helping him figure things out on the giant. But that was his thing. And she was a side character. All the other things have been her game. Right. Right. And he's helping her. Right. If that. Yeah. And it doesn't go as well. Right. So they play Mario. Uh, they actually hog it. The kids are bored to tears. And they yeah. send them outside. They're like, and this is Joni's Nintendo. We never fucking see them again. No, we don't. They're dead. They're yeah, probably dead. Yeah, it's the 80s. Serial killers are still Yeah, and they're thing. in California. They're in no. California. They're dead. Yeah. Easter two little girls, out there. Two little uh-uh. girls on a bike. Gone. Gone. Bike wheel is still spinning. And Cameron's like, let's beat the game today. Let's do it. And like they're doing really well. And then Gordon passes out on the TV. Yeah. I didn't realize he broke it. But apparently yeah. he did. Well, when he knocked it back and it showed it and the screen was all fuzzy. Well, I mean, I thought it just maybe got disconnected from the... Yeah. Well, yeah. But, yeah, so he tells her his blood sugar bottomed out, and she does not buy it because it's a horrible excuse. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's bad, Gordon. It's bad. It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. Donna uh, has a slice of the good life. Yeah, she's being such a fucking weirdo. Well, it's like... You know, she came from a wealthy family. That's that's fair. And so this is, I think, how she maybe expected her life to go. Right. She expected to be here and not where she is. Not that where she is is bad. Sure. But it's not what she expected from her life. Right. And so she's finally getting to just experience and not have Gordon there. Right. That's got to be a relief. Be away from the kids. Yeah. And honestly, Cameron, like, they've yeah. not been... Synergetic lately. I don't like it. Uh, but she's, it's still weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she still is. Still weird. She's being weird. Uh, Cameron and Gordon bought a projector TV thing. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. And she's like, mm, you a liar. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I got brain atrophy. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're dying? 
That's exactly what- <gasps> You're dying? You're dying? <laughs> You're trash? You're nasty. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not dying. And I was like, You're a goddamn liar. Oh, no, actually he's like, Well, everybody's dying. We're all dying. <laughs> We're all dying out here. Fucking sack, dude. <laughs> we- Did I tell you he good news, bad news to me a while mm. back? And he was like, Bad news? I'm dying. And I was like, uh-huh, because I know him. Yeah. 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 Gordon. <laughs> Zach. Dad. I would not put them on the same page. No. no. I like Zach. Zach is not a fucking... I was about to be like, Zach is not a monster. But I wouldn't say Gordon is necessarily a monster. But I guess I would, because my initial reaction was, Zach is not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the good news? Uh, I don't remember. Cool. <laughs> He's going to live mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as the average bear. Uh, Ryan and the Jay average good bear news. is longer than the average human, in which case it's not. <laughs> uh, they get a call from one of the oh, yeah, guys yeah, yeah. that they met with. Mitch. And, yeah, suit Mitch guy. the suit guy. And he's totally down yeah he's like i'm all in yeah and joe's like i'm sending you paperwork monday let's get this done let's do it and ryan wants to celebrate yes because it's perfect right now it's so good. like fresh snow oh beautiful perfect. donnie hears someone in the house and investigates wearing only a robe and carrying a mop was it a mop it looked no like a mop. it was a like a trophy whatever like, what are you what are you doing, Donna? <laughs> like Well, she was getting out of the bath and she thought there was a murderer, so she just pulled on a cardigan so she wouldn't be completely naked. Girl. Uh and it's Diane's older daughter and yes. friends who are smoking pot and trying yeah, to are. uh hide it. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly. Well, they're fine until like they're like she's like, Oh yeah, this is I work with your mom. <laughs> and they're like, Oh shit. Uh, this isn't a doobie lady. <laughs> I don't know nothing about the devil's lettuce. I don't know nothing about no devil's lettuce. Oh, I don't I even could, know what we were talking about. Gordon and Cameron have really had a change in relationship. Yeah, Gordon tells her about Joe's offer. Yeah. And they kind of bond over their Joe scars. Yes, their Joe scars. <laughs> they beat the game. And yeah, they did. They just take that friend. They they've made the friendship. Now they're going to take it out into the world. Yes. Uh, and I was like, where the fuck are Joni and Haley? <laughs> He's like, do you want to see something cool? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> he just pulls out his dick. It was really. He weird. just pulled out his dick. <laughs> well, actually, he pulled out a box, and he was like, hey, guess what's in this box? <laughs> and she's like, what's in the box? What's in the box? And he was like, oh, it's my dick. <laughs> it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You do uh, know what that's referencing, no! right? No. <laughs> seven. What? What's in the box? Have you never watched Seven? I don't know. Oh, we have to cover that in the podcast oh. for sure. Okay. It's fucked up. Great. It's about this guy. Is it fucked up like it's going to give me nightmares or it's fucked up no, like I mean, it's, it's like, like serial 90s, killer early 2000s fucked up. fucked up. So it's not that bad. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's about this serial killer who is mm-hmm. killing people mm-hmm. with the deadly sin that they are Ooh. Uh, guilty of. So like... Um, he, he fucks oh. somebody to death? 
He what? He fucks somebody to death? Someone does get fucked to death. Yeah. Uh, no, like the one that's Ooh, classic. Wait, that with a knife? Uh, you, you, you gotta you gotta watch the whole movie. I'm uncomfortable. No, the one that I think everybody references is um, Gluttony. And, like, he literally has this guy. He forces him to eat himself to death. Like, he just keeps eating and eating. And I think, like, his stomach explodes or some shit. Like, it's crazy. The, and the one that freaks me out the most is Sloth. You said kept he eating himself to death. <laughs> and I pictured him, like, cannibalizing off, yeah. himself. No, no, no. He, like, he makes them embody the deadly sin. So, like, gluttony. Okay. He just keeps eating and eating and eating. But the one that is the most freaky to me is Sloth. Sloth. It's... <laughs> It'll make you jump out of your skin. <laughs> but, yeah, we gotta watch that. It'll be fun. It's got Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, and uh, the guy that touches kids. Um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that. Before I get my tattoo, I want us to do that movie that the dude told me to do. Yeah. Uh, the Tim Curry one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only four fucking weeks left until I do it. Yay! <sighs> my shoulder is really itchy. Oh, yeah. Like I'm I'm trying to rub it and it's not scratch it. Yeah. It's hard. Okay. I'm indulging in all of the baths right now because I'm not going to be able to take any baths for like, I don't know, three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, you know about your girl, but she really <laughs> likes baths. She really likes baths <laughs> and bath selfies. Only be you and Sonia. <laughs> oh, OK. So he this is an interesting scene. So he takes her to show her the radio, and mm. he had just been talking to someone last night, mm-hmm. and the radio's not working. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's weird. I was just talking to someone last night. And she's like, are you sure? Because it's not plugged in. Yeah. Now, do you think that means that it got unplugged, or he wasn't talking to anyone? It crossed my mind that maybe he wasn't talking to anybody, and then I was like, that's too sad. <laughs> and so I was like... Stop thinking that brain. And so I was like, I'm sure when he got up, his foot just pulled it out of the, <laughs> the plug. Well, you know, those are my favorite kind of twists. Like, oh, my God. So did you watch the Comedians of the World? I watched the Nicole Byer one. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Crystalia one? I watched maybe like the first couple of minutes and then I think uh, Zach came in and turned the TV off and we went to bed. Uh, he has this joke about being in Australia and asking someone where the elevator is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes through the whole thing and at the end he was like, I felt like I was in a in that Shyamalan movie where I was just like, yeah. was I the bad guy the whole time? <laughs> yeah, because uh, the whole time he's like, where's the elevator? Yeah. Where's the elevator? Like, Sorry, mate. Don't know what you're saying. What? What? Yeah. What? The and lift! Finally, the lift! <laughs> so I was just around the corner. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, God. I really love Chris Lee. And if you don't follow him on Twitter... I don't. You need to. He does this thing where he will randomly search his name on Twitter, and he'll find Ooh. people that are shitting on him without tagging him. It's just his name. Ooh. And then he will respond to those people. And it is the best thing on Twitter. It's so funny. So this is how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought, 
we should shit on him yeah. on Twitter no, I've thought about without it. tagging I just, him. I love him so much that I don't want to. Like, he's so <laughs> fucking funny. I'm be like, one of us loves you and one of us loves money. Oh, but he also, like, he burns those people well, hard. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I want to get burned hard. But yeah. I do want that publicity. <laughs> <laughs> like, we love you, Crystalia. Hey, and I'm helping them out. <laughs> hey, I think you're really funny. Share my podcast. <laughs> Give me money. Yeah, and he's someone that I would never walk up to on the street because in a lot of interviews he talks about, like how annoying it is when people walk up to him with these expectations yeah. and he's just and i'm i'm like if you have an expectation of what you think interacting with someone should be and i don't meet that like it's just uncomfortable and it seems sure. like he has a an idea in his head of what is acceptable and what's not sure and bill burr's the same way like i bill burr's not uh, someone that i would run up to i honestly i don't know that i would approach anybody <laughs> girl without like i told you what happened on my honeymoon giving getting some kind of uh you know like i i got a picture with steve-o but it was after a show yeah he we waited in line he's cool with that i'm at the property brothers right like uh i got a picture with an expo thing Alton Brown, mm-hmm. but I was invited on stage, and it was one of the best moments of my life. Uh, but like, if Just I saw like a random about. celebrity, I feel like it—it's a real breach of privacy. Yeah. Um, well, they're just living their life. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like, I had that thing, that uh, work thing, that was a local commercial. Yeah for a minute it may still be i don't actually know mm-hmm. uh and for like two or three solid weeks i was getting lots of messages being like is that you and i was like yes or really zach was getting a lot of messages <laughs> is that your girl is that your wife <laughs> yes it is and then he would screenshot them and send them to me and i'd be like i'd be like yeah i, I wish that Time to listen to the drama mom right <laughs> <laughs> voiceover <laughs> fuck this company listen to my shit no don't fuck that company and i will not say that company's name uh but i don't mean it if anybody listens that knows what it is mm-hmm. because they work with me um what was that going oh zach was getting a lot of messages and i was using a machine in front of the window at the gym and some guy was like staring me down as he was walking past the gym and his head was turning back and I was like what the fuck is up with this guy it made me really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't know if he just thought I was attractive I don't know if he was like I've seen that girl somewhere I don't know if he was like oh that's that commercial girl Or I don't know if maybe I was using the machine wrong and just looked stupid. (laughs) But it was really uncomfortable. And I would not ever want to lay that kind of feeling upon somebody. And just randomly run up on them on the street and be like, hey, you owe me time because you're famous. Yeah. Like, that's not how that works. Luke and I, our honeymoon was, we went to New York City. Uh Um, And we were just, we had walked to... 
I think that was the day we walked to the Metropolitan Museum of Art because, like, I've been to New York just a couple of times with school, and that was my favorite thing to do. Like, it's just there's so much stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't possibly get bored. There's so right. much to see. It's so cool. And um, why didn't? Oh, uh, is it because it's expensive? I was like, why don't we go well, to New York? Well, it used to be free. Oh, yeah. No, I'd love to take a girls' trip to New York, but I think that's going to be like a milestone year. I think yeah. <laughs> like forty. Um, so anyway you still got a ways to go my friends so like we we were walking we walked so much and this is before I was in shape so I was not thrilled about it sure but we were walking through Central Park which is cool just to say that we were on right that is cool and uh, we came up across this like little hill and there was a bunch a bunch of equipment out and we're Mm -hmm. just oh shit so we start to turn around and this girl's like oh no I can walk you through we're not filming yet and I was like, ooh, this is a movie set. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we're walking, and I'm, like, looking around, taking everything in. And sure. then, like, as we walk out of the trees, in the sunlight, like, I'm not overselling this. Okay. Like, with the sun beating down upon him, it was Alexander Skarsgård. <gasps> yeah. Oh, girl. He's so tall. I'm going to take it back. I will be like, hey. <laughs> and You like, a gift from God. <laughs> Literally, I'm hungry and you are a treat. Okay, my I'm sorry. Fight or flight reflex was just like, I, my jaw dropped. Yes. I stared at him the entire time we were. Luke had his arm around me and was like guiding me out because I was literally just staring at him. Girl, like, I'd have been with you. I could not believe Mouth agape. I called everybody in my phone when I got out of there. Oh, I, I was like, you're not going to believe who I just saw. Oh. He was like five feet away from me. <laughs> And we're all lucky that my instincts weren't any better than that because, like, he could have been a lot closer if I'd been, like, I've been like, ah, a little more primal about it. Right. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, I would like to say that my earlier statement was true and that I would definitely respect people's privacy, but there's a chance that I would fangirl and it would not be helped. Well, I never would have thought that I would have just been like, oh. Yeah, no, if that shit, if I walked out from beneath the trees and under the sunlight like a god it was fucking yes. alexander scars no i would be like oh my god yeah you were it was insane i'd be like sorry luke yeah <laughs> goodbye it was, it was like my favorite thing that happened that week and i had gotten married that <laughs> you had met me that week. right and i met you that week that's saying a lot that was a good week for me you didn't know then that right. it was such a good thing well it takes us like 10 years to warm up yeah ice cold ice cold bitches <laughs> <laughs> um okay where were we boss and diane run into mm. one another mm-hmm. she's on a blind date it does not seem to be going well and he invites her out for a drink and she's just like Sure, I'll dump his ass. <laughs> He's no like, problem. you want to go on a out to get a drink after the show? And she's like, meet me outside in two minutes. That's a bad date. Yeah. That's a real bad date. Cameron and Tom chat. I wonder if like he was working on another project. And yeah. And just like, trying to keep this alive. But they chat again. She still hasn't told anyone. And he asks her about it, and she doesn't answer, but she puts the ring on. Yeah. She's clearly working through something. Yeah. He'll be there soon. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's coming. He's coming. Donna tells a crazy story about her college days. Yeah. And she says that she helps run mutiny or something yeah. to that effect. And this dude's like, oh, my God, are you Cameron? 
fanboy. Yeah, but he asked if she's Cameron. Yes. Um. Yeah, he's a fan. Diane's daughter, she wants Donna to be BFFs with her mom. She says that Diane doesn't have any friends since the divorce. And she's like, that's not true. And she's like, she has work friends, but not real friends. And I think Diane and Donna are suited. I had a, it took me a second because she's like, I want you to be friends, friends. And I was like, are you trying to say that Diane's a lesbian and you want Donna to be her girlfriend? (laughs) I don't think either of them give off that vibe. Uh, I think Diane kind of gives like a power lesbian vibe a little bit. Like mm. I, f- I feel like she would, it, it, she's very dominating. Yeah, and that could and be what it effortlessly, is. Effortlessly, yeah. So. But uh, yeah, no, she definitely feels like a, she feels like a lesbian. <laughs> so, which is fine. Donna asks <laughs> if they have weed, and I, like, I forgot the specifics. Uh, I knew she got high in this episode because yeah. I remembered what happens. Um, but I, I didn't remember it was mushrooms. So whenever she's just like, yeah. do you have any of that weed? And I was like, Ooh, we're getting high Donna again. <laughs> like we just talked about how much we like Donna. Yes. High. But um, no, she gets mushrooms instead. Yeah. I have never. Nope. Never. I've never. I'm too scared. I like to be in control. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm t- People have told me, like, about having bad trips, and I'm like, I don't want any part of that. Ralphie May has a really funny set about bad trips. Didn't he die? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's a bummer. That is a bummer. Diane doesn't like TV. I don't know why that's in my notes. (laughs) I don't remember what it's referencing. Uh, Oh, I think probably you meant Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Diane, right. they were because they were talking Texas and family. Okay, while they were yeah, she doesn't like bar. Texas and Boz sets her straight. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. They both have regrets about working through their kids' childhood. Yeah, uh, they're connecting. They are, and I like it. Me too. It feels um, comfortable. I said when they first came across that I shipped it. Right? Yeah, you did. Okay, you good. did. Good. You called it. Good. Cameron. Good. Cameron tells. Um, Gordon that she's going out yeah and that's all we get so they're definitely trying to lead us to believe that when Donna gets high on mushrooms and Cameron shows up that Cameron is there yeah and I did yeah and she's so vulnerable with her she's like you know I know that I lied to you but it felt like the right thing to do for the company and I'm sorry that I did it and Cameron's like you know you know I can't do this without you and I'm just like I knew because I've seen this before that, that did not really happen, but I really wanted it to. <laughs> like it was. So I was nice. like, I don't know how Cameron knew exactly where Donna was, but I'm so glad. Well, they were supposed to be there together. Well, no, so, I know. Like, that, no, I mean like outside. Right. Exactly right. where she was. Uh, but I was like, oh, apologies and forgiveness. And, and then says, I was like, Donna, imagine that whole conversation. Donna says that she feels like she's no one. Yes. And it's so sad because she's she is right. Like, Donna is brilliant in her own way. Yes. And sometimes her best work is when she's working with someone sure. she's taking what they have and making it the best that it can be yeah which 
like is good for like where she goes like where her career takes her sure she uses that strength but it just really sucks because it the two people that she's had the best partnership with that they've soured yeah and it's not really fully her fault and it's not fully their fault but sure. You know, it just sucks because, like, it's truly magical, like, when she can make it happen. Right. It's beautiful. Yes. Even with Gordon. And you know that pains me to say. <laughs> but, I do. But, yeah, it just, it sucks. It's painful to watch when you care about the characters. Sure. Uh, Boz and Diane had sex in the car. Yeah. Uh, they did it in the car. <laughs> That's what I have in my notes. And then she invites him. This is also awkward. She invites him to her house. For a nightcap. And he says no. And then he retracts. And she's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Well, she seemed like, because he was like, it's late. I'll just take you back to your car. And she was like, okay. Like, she seemed upset by it. Well, it seemed and like. And that's when he was like, well, I mean, I can. Well, I read it as she this is how I interpreted that. She invited him over because she saw that as a date. And when he said no, she assumed he saw that as a hookup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it was weird. I, they're just not communicating well. Mm-hmm. Or reading each other well. Yeah. Because, you know, communication is key. But once you've been with someone long enough, it... It falls into nonverbal communication. Sure. You can read each other pretty well yeah. and understand what's going on, but they don't. They're no. not there. No. <laughs> no. They're oh, not even Cameron close. Cameron is at Joe's. She's waiting on him. Yes. She wants him to give Gordon credit. Oh, my God. You know how I feel about Joe and Cameron. You know. Yeah. Everybody knows. If you've been listening yeah. to this podcast, you know. And their chemistry is so insane it's very good it's so good like and he gets all up in her business i was like are they done i've seen this before yeah i know the scenes that they do and do not kiss yeah and still it's just are they are they gonna sarah texted me earlier and she was like do you want a little itty bitty spoiler (laughs) and i was like is gordon dead uh no uh so she sent me this picture of joe and cameron together and i was like And I'd forgotten that she'd gotten married. Uh, And then when I started watching it tonight, when I got home, I was like, oh, she's married. But even still in the moment, I was like, kiss, they're going to kiss. Yeah. And when she didn't, I was like, good girl. Oh, okay. This scene is so good. (laughs) Like it is. It's so good because she, you know, she's like, you need to give Gordon credit. He doesn't say anything. Right. He opens the door. He comes in. She talks a very little bit, but she's just watching him. He grabs yes. a champagne bottle. He starts to open it. Yes. And he's just like, let's celebrate. And she's like, what, what are we celebrating? Yeah. He's like, that's a ring on your finger, isn't it? And I literally had to pause it and go. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I've seen like, this before, guys. Joe immediately <laughs> noticed her wedding ring. Yeah, he did. Yes. Uh, and then he's like. Oh. He says, you were happy for a moment and you thought the person standing closest was the source. Yeah. And then he said, he said, let's see. Oh, she says, I came here to, after he says, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of oh my gods in here. Um, she <laughs> says, I came here to talk about Gordon. 
He says, did you? It's 1.30 in the morning, yep. and you're waiting in my hallway to talk about Gordon. Uh-huh. And then he asks who, and then he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. And then he says that about you thought the person next to you was responsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, I've been there. Yeah. Now, do you think that he was referring to Sarah? Oh, I did, yeah. Or Cameron? Mm, maybe both, but my immediate thought was Sarah, because that's who he married. Well, I know that... Joe likes to lash out when he is feeling pain. Sure. So initially I thought he meant Cameron, Mm. but upon further reflection, I think that he did mean Sarah Mm. because they're talking about getting married. Yes. Um, She says her piece and just leaves. Yeah. But the, like, it's like, the air gets thicker in the rooms that they're in together. Like, yeah, there's... and The sexual tension is real. Yes, it is. And it's not okay. No. It's not okay. And it's... The actors are so good. And they've they've written the characters in this situation. And the tension is just so good. It builds. It's palpable. Yes. Yes. I love it. I I think that's one of the reasons that I love the show so much. And it's not just them. But they are, I think the brightest star sure. but like all the characters just pop they you have yeah. a very good sense of who these people are sure and how they're going to react in a given situation sure and it draws you in even gordon like he's oh, great even because gordon. you wouldn't hate him so much if he wasn't that's true that's true donna comes home and cameron has moved out yeah they told donna that cameron broke the tv they told the girls that cameron broke the tv yeah poor cameron why uh why like i don't know donna knows your fucking brain is broken he might not want to worry her that it's it's getting worse maybe it was just annoying yeah it was um cameron got a radio and she contacts gordon yeah. Apparently she's not coming into work because he asks her about it. Yeah, he taped his hand plug in. <laughs> what? <laughs> he ta- his ta- he taped his ham radio, the plug, into the wall. Oh, he I taped didn't notice that. Um, he asked why she didn't tell them that she moved out, and then she tells Gordon that she got married. And at first, I was like, why would she tell Gordon first? Right. But she didn't tell Gordon first. Joe knew first. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think she was thinking about having that wedding ring on when she went to him. Right. But Joe knew she was married before anybody else. Right. How do you think Tom would feel about that? Mm, Not good. Not good. Uh, Joe has a meeting with uh, Ken. Oh, wait. She says she's happy, though. She says, I'm happy. And then they do like this wide shot. Yeah. She's clearly not. No. Yeah. I don't think Joe was right when he said, like, you were really happy. You looked at the person next to you and thought they were responsible. I think that he, I think that she was sad. Yeah. And feeling very alone. And she just reached out to the only person that was close enough to help her. Right. And then she married him. Like, it's kind of the inverse of that. She was very unhappy. And she looked to the nearest person that she thought could fix that. And, uh... And it, it happened to be Tom. People, people can't fix you. No. They can't. When you're sad, they can't make you not sad. If I had never seen Joe and Cameron together, I would be perfectly fine with Tom. Yes. But I have. 
and I'm not. <laughs> yes. I would agree with that statement <laughs> because I was like, yes, mm, yes, <laughs> Uh Yeah, Ken. I would like to see you kiss. I we see Joe in the deposition room. Yes, and it looks like he might be wrestling with the decision on whether or not he's going to do what Cameron asked him to do. Right, and I I think that he might have been leaning toward not. Yeah. But he was clearly struggling with the decision. Like, I, f- I feel like that's what we were supposed to think with him right. sitting in there. But then Ken comes in, and he, what he's trying to do is have big dick energy. Right. Unfortunately, you what can't walk into the room. What he's doing is just being a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> what you can't do is walk into the room with Joe McMillan, who invented big dick energy. <laughs> It originated with him, see? <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It didn't exist before Joe McMillan. Okay. And he reinvented it, at least. Okay. So, like, he comes in, and he's trying to do this power play with Joe. Yeah. And he lays out, and he's just like, look, we've taken all of your executive power away. We've killed the deal that you were going to have, so now you're just the figurehead. Right. And you should just get used to that. Right. Because we're going to put a fucking... Yeah, and if you try to burn this house down, as Ooh, you do... the Joe McMillan clause. Then you're going to lose everything. And Joe doesn't say... I don't think he says anything. No. Ken just walks out. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks, that he thinks Joe's clause. in checkmate. Yeah. You there don't know no Joe. Checkmate. Not for Joe. Joe, that's not the game he plays. He fucking... Flips the table. He flips He's the like, table. I'm playing by the rules. No. Oh, you yeah. thought we were playing chess? We're playing checkers. <laughs> I don't actually know how to play chess. It's not hard. I mean, I do know how to play it's checkers. It's hard to understand. Yeah. It's, but it is a strategy game. Yeah. No, I'm really fucking bad at strategy games. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, in the, dis- in the deposition, he's just like, yeah, I stole it from Gordon. I stole the code to the security software from Gordon Clark. He has the rights to everything. Guess what? Now Gordon's going to be the figurehead. Fuck your board. And Joe's going to work through Gordon because Gordon's a bitch. And I'm not even sure. That's my prediction. I don't actually know. I mean, they could probably sue him for, like, misleading them or fraud. But, like, as far as cheating him out of money that is technically owed him i don't i don't even know how that would work i don't i don't think joe cares no and he's just like you tried to burn me fuck you yeah you don't know you don't know about burns no (laughs) i'm about to show you i i i love those checkmate moves yeah i love that shit it's catnip (laughs) i love a clever character you love a lot i do (laughs) I like Joe. He's a horrible person, like but I Joe. love his character. He is so interesting. <laughs> he is. Int- I'll give him that. I will give him that. He is like a completely different person in each season. Yeah, but it's still like it feels natural. It yeah, feels no, real. like the bottom layer, like the innermost layer of Joe is still Joe, mm-hmm. but his he's still like. He's changing it like masks. Yes. And it all like you, you know, in the first season we just meet him, but we start to learn about his history with his father. Yes. And so we're starting to understand his motivations. Right. And then from there, he's just reacting to different things. 
And it's kind of a cycle. Like yeah. feeling abandoned, feeling neglected, uh, feeling misunderstood. <clears throat> What's that face about? Uh, I just got an email that said, Re, your ghost hunt ticket price is going up soon. And I was like, I don't remember getting any ghost hunt tickets. Uh, I didn't. Cool. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. So we're in the latter half of season three. Yeah. Which seems crazy. It does seem crazy. Uh, if you really like our take on television, we do cover another show. It's called Offspring. Our yes. feed is Offspring delivered by the Drama Mamas. Yeah. That's an Australian f- comedy drama family family thing yeah it's about an obstetrician named nina and her extended family yes who rely on her to fix all their problems and in the midst of that she also has serious social anxiety so it's uh, yes it's a good time it's terrible uh we also cover movies it's not terrible but it is terrible right it's um relatable on a almost painful level yes absolutely Um, we also cover movies in our original drama on the speed. Movies. Movies. We've got lots to listen to there. So we do. If you're in need of something to listen to, listen to us. You can contact us on social media. You can fo- follow us on Twitter at drama mama's pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Norwegia. You can follow me at cookie slayer with one in the cookie and a three in the slayer. And we're also on Facebook, the drama mama's podcast. Yes, we are. And unless there was anything else, as always, remember to save the drama for these mamas. <laughs>